0: So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now. all areas of life, that's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air.
1: well what's up everybody we're back another week of the NBA podcast if not a day late two days late say tuesday or monday yeah this tuesday we're two days late but you know what well, we had monday off well so yeah it throws everything off so as long i think we're on some kind of schedule so it's fine
0: i think you get monday off and then everybody needs a little recoup day like nobody actually does a whole lot at work today so a little recoup day and then uh back to pretending to work hard the day, the day after that.
1: Yeah, and truth be told, um, you can kind of hear this, the faint whisper of the ice particles in my cup going ham, but it's not uh, the Yeti, because the Yeti did have to take a break. It turns out you need to wash it every now and again. I got a little nasty, uh, I don't know, I guess we'll call it mold bacteria growth. We're not going to worry about it, but that's what was growing in my cup.
0: When you fill it with alcohol every time, doesn't that double as a cleaner?
1: That's what I kept saying, but uh, apparently not. Or maybe it's just like uh, right above that line. I, I don't know. Whatever. That's the real stuff you need to learn in uh, Chem 200 or whatever that class was. Yeah, it turns out Jack Daniels is not the exact same thing as Lysol, but we're not gonna worry about that because uh, the Yeti will make an appearance next week. But for this week, you have to deal with the muted sounds of me drinking my uh, secret beverage out of a plastic pink cup. We'll survive. Yeah, so how was your graduation week that did not in any way really affect you because we are so far removed from our own graduations.
0: Yeah, it's getting to the point where people are graduating and I still I still at least am familiar with some of the people that are graduating, but it's just an eerie reminder that every year that passes, um, we're gonna be more and more distant from the academy. So, yep.
1: enjoy it while it lasts. Uh, aside from maybe a few teachers uh, or AOCs, there is absolutely no one at the academy who I could call to if I wanted to get inside of um, inside of the gates now, and that's a really weird feeling because it's like, well, what if I really, really wanted to go inside the uh, the C store, you know, and buy what about- buy some of those shirts. <laughs> Can't you just text General Silveria? Uh, We hit him up in the DMs. He doesn't respond. For somebody who's as active as he is on uh, social media, he does not acknowledge our presence. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing or what it (laughs) says, but (laughs) it's uh, just the dirty truth. It's probably for the best. Yeah. So I feel like right now, this is one of those existential times where we kind of wonder what our role is as podcasters. And role is as whatever FNBA is, because it's, like, such a happy time, and I don't want to just, like, I know that sounds weird, I don't want to just dwell on that, because it's like, well, if you guys are out enjoying your lives, whatever, you don't need to listen to us, but I do like talking about graduation, I do like thinking back, and hopefully there's some other people who are listening to this who are like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember this kind of stuff, but I just am thinking about our own graduation week, and how wild of a time it is and I know we've told a few stories on this but uh yeah I don't know what are your thoughts on this graduation week what does it mean for the class of 2018 and the classes that are rising up I think
0: it's kind of like any event at the academy where it's 50% you're excited because it means you're moving on to another phase in your life and 50% you just kind of want to get through it because again you're moving on to another phase in your life so for me it was like Thankfully, I wasn't one of these people where they're going door to door asking how many graduation tickets they need. And they're like, I need 124 graduation tickets because every person from their small towns attending. So I only had a few and it was still a nightmare trying to show these people around the academy for the 18th time after every parent's weekend and every other time they uh, came out to see me. And you kind of just run out of things to do. Uh, but again, I mean, parents love seeing the, the freshman dorm room for the eighth time. so. Really, just got to kind of find things to do and make it work.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think back to it, and I think back to all the different times, um, like all the parents' weekends and that kind of thing, and I realized that effectively once I turned 21, it was more so just my me showing my parents different bars that I like to frequent in the, in the Springs. Like, so what do you like to do out here? And it was just like, well, we have this bar uh, in downtown Springs, and we have this bar in Monument, and then it was just, that was it. That was all we did.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, and then it kind of gets to this, this weird place where some of your friends, I mean, graduation, everyone's there, but things like Parents Weekend, some of your friends' parents don't actually attend, others do, so it's like, well, you know, I kind of am obligated to hang out with my family, but normally you just kind of figure it out.
1: Yeah, I don't really have any overly good stories from Graduation Week. The only, the only weird thing is that if you're staying in a hotel and, uh, like, off base with your family, Chances are there's going to be a lot of other families there, and my family did the dance where they would see just kids in uniform, and it was like kids that I knew, but I wasn't friends with them. They were like, oh, you, that's you know him, right? And I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah, not really. Like, yeah. just like, hey man, what's up? And he's like, oh, hey. so yeah, that was
0: <laughs> that was fun. We should get a table for four or for eight at Applebee's. Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. I was like, no, I really don't know that kid. Yeah, graduation week was uh was always kind of interesting. I I did realize when we were doing the prep for the show, I was like, man, the only graduation I ever went to was my own, because I always, (laughs) you would go back to the squadron, and the AM, I think my AMT said one year, like, yeah, that's the last graduation you'll have to ever sit through that wasn't your own, I'm like, yeah, I didn't even go to any of them, so, like, I think freshman year, I went and played golf, the other two years, I was at Back East, so, I mean, shout out to graduation.
0: Um, It's normally on TV, so you can kind of catch the whole spectacle, well you're Gonna watch it on TV to get the whole spectacle. You need to wear uh, short sleeve blues, put on no sunscreen, and just lay out on a lawn chair uh, while you have it up on like your computer or TV just to kind of get the full burn and, going. And
1: maybe put a magnifying glass over your chest because magically that's what gets burnt the worst is just like that little triangle in the middle of your chest <laughs> from the blues. That was again, always, we're kind of going back and weekend. forth
0: between, yeah, so I was gonna say, we're going back and forth between parents, we're getting graduation, but. Some kids would legitimately have a burnt triangle on their chest for until Christmas break, Yeah. just from one day. For some reason, it would be snowing the week before and the week after, but that first parents' weekend football game, it's 95 degrees and sunny.
1: And then a reverse burnt triangle on their head from the uh, flight gap. Hey, there we go. (laughs) We hear my pet falcon puppy again, as usual, (laughs) making an appearance from last week. Uh, What's her name again? Uh, Falcon and Fledgling Falcon and Uh-oh. Eagle Puppy I, I don't even know <laughs> Like, I can't even make up a name for it right now It's uh, Wings of Blue Pup Okay, good Glad to keep it in the family How uh-huh. to do it um, So right now Like I said, it is kind of exciting I don't even know who I want to address necessarily uh, Whether it's going to be the class of 2018 Or everybody else But class of 2018 is right now jet setting across the world They're on 60 days um. Stay safe, everyone. Godspeed if you are listening to this. Uh, 60 Days is 8. <laughs> it's, it's such a ridiculous concept. It's one of those things where if I think if the academy, if the government took a hard look like, wait, we just cooped these animals up for four <laughs> years, and then we're going to give them two months off with more money than they've been allowed in four years? Some of them maybe ever? Like, What? Yeah, it's pretty outrageous, but um, it's a really good time. So I think we've gotten a few posts already from uh, some of the cadets who made it across the pond over to Europe, and I don't know if we've seen the Asia yet, but those are the ones that get real wacky. So uh, really looking forward yeah. to the 2018ers who end up in like Cambodia. It is, like you said, just
0: the most amazing but most ridiculous concept at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And you it almost, it doesn't, but it almost... Makes it worth going through four years of that. Because when you're on those 60 days, you're, like, untouchable. Yeah. And then you realize what you just gave up for four years, so I think it's kind of well-deserved. Well, I
1: don't know if you know this. Uh, You know that Navy only gets 30 days? I didn't know they got any at all. They get 30 days because throughout the entire time at the Academy, and I had buddies who went to the Naval Academy, um, and they... every single Yeah. I was going to say, that's a weird... It's not... It's more so relevant to the story, and it sounded like a weird brag, but um, no, they would get like an extra day or two every year for each of the holidays, whether it was Thanksgiving or Christmas or Spring Break or whatever it was, um, and that kind of added up, I guess, at the end of all four years, um, that they would only have 30. and Not worth it. Uh, yeah, and then I never heard about exactly what Army does. I think they only get like an extra MRE or something after graduation. They just like, <laughs> yeah, like here you go. <laughs> Good luck at Ranger School. <laughs> Maybe this one will have Skittles in it. Go crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, sir, this one's vegetarian. I'm not vegetarian, Like, Alright, eat shit. Bye. <laughs> well, that's what they signed up for. The dirt dogs. <laughs> exactly. Alright, uh, today, I don't think... We have a little bit of structure. Not too much structure. We're we're entering the dog days of summer. Dog days of summer, I guess, we really only start in July. But we're in the dog days of summer to us. Because uh, there's no football and there's not a whole lot that's going on in the wing. Um, yeah, what do you say we start? What's one of the segments? You want to do Behind Enemy Lines?
0: Yeah. Well, it's, it's, uh, nobody has any idea what happened at the academies this week, so let's, uh, let's talk about it.
1: Yeah, so if you know how Behind Enemy Lines works, basically what we do is we use our um, excellent research to find out exactly what's going on at the other academies. It's effectively to spy on them and find ways to defeat them in football, Um, and other sports, but mostly football. And what we found this week is that we kind of sat down and we said, Hey, uh, and I I was like, Hey, Archie, you know, it's Memorial Day weekend. This is the time where we all come together as different branches, um, and we just really need to reflect on what's important. We don't need to be making fun of the other branches for being vastly uh, inferior to us. So maybe we should skip it this week. And you said... You know, Kamesh, I think that's a really good idea. Um, and so that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to skip behind any lines. It has nothing to do with the fact that it was graduation this week, and that's all the articles are about, and we're too lazy to skip past the third page on the Google search and find any article about anything that doesn't have to do with a small-town kid graduating from West Point. So, is that fair? I think that's fair. Yeah.
0: I think we can take a week off.
1: Yeah, so we'll take a week off from that. Um, remember... And we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, we'll see you guys the next week on that one. So, <laughs> um, uh, All right, what do you want to do next?
0: All right, so we can do – we haven't actually done this in a few podcasts. So cadate, Consent, Disenroll. Mm. Um, basically, we'll recap this real quick. If you think about it, it's kind of like marry, F, and kill. We'll keep it PG here. Yeah, so cadate, <laughs> cadate being uh, basically long-term, kind of like marry – Consent is going to be a one-time thing. And then disenroll means get it out of here. So uh, Ops Air Force is right around the corner for the upcoming juniors or upcoming seniors? Upcoming juniors. So if you're a
1: sophomore, yeah, moving into your junior year. Yeah, you do Yeah, so we're
0: going to do date, consent, disenroll of Ops Air Force bases. So I'm going to give you three. uh, This is all on the fly. We haven't talked about this beforehand. And we'll just see how you do. All right. All right, you ready? Yeah. First one, Deployed Ops. Mm. Not even sure where they do this, but I think it's a little bit of a longer time period. They go uh, out to the Middle East somewhere. Second one, Hickam in Hawaii. Very elusive. Everyone thinks it's going to pop up every year, and I don't think they've done it for years now. And the last one, Vance Air
1: Force Base, Pilot Training Base. Um, wow. See, I feel like what this is, you almost tried to lay it out, so that way I would, you would, it seemed, like, pretty simple. But I need a second to think about it. Um, first, for Mary, I'm gonna go, uh, So, Kadate. Oh, yeah. I apologize, Kadate. So, our long-term thing, we should probably just switch this over eventually. It's pretty thinly veiled that we, like, (laughs) as to what we, uh, have delegated each thing. But, uh, for Mary, I'm gonna go with Vance. And you're going to call me crazy on this one. But guess what? Um, This is where LTs are basically all cooped up together. Uh, They have their LT paychecks. And if you are a young cadet and you go there, trust me, there are a lot of cadets who want to talk to you, who want to tell you about every single experience that they've ever had in a T6 or at DOS in Colorado. (laughs) Um, And they're probably going to have a pretty, like, and, and chances are, just b- based on the schedule, you're going to be there for a drop night. So you're probably going to be able to go to a pretty sweet drop party and get pretty hammered for free. And that's exactly pretty much what Ops is intended for. I will tell you, I went to Scott Air Force Base, so I'm kind of in the middle of the road here. It was just very blah. Um, and so, yeah, I think that that's just like a good solid choice because there's always going to be somebody there. Because I think a lot of it depends on who you're with and who you're around and who your officer is. So yes, I am going to cadate uh, Vance, and then I am going to what? What's the next one? Hickam and deployed ops. No, 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 no. I know the. I know that. What's my uh, consent? Consent. That's it. I just want. want to say it. I want to say exactly what we're thinking. On? No, I wanted to say exactly what the uh, the alternative is. So I'm going to consent to uh, deployed ops. What? Yeah. And the reason why is because you didn't say exactly where it is. So deployed ops to me is somewhere in the Middle East. Guess what? I'm sure that there is a, what do you call that? Where the diplomats go? An embassy. I'm sure that there's an embassy somewhere in Dubai. In like, Dubai is the craziest place ever. So if I were to spend one night in a place and consent to it effectively, I would go to the Las Vegas of the third world is what I'm coining it. Uh, Dubai. Spend my entire paycheck, cadet paycheck there. So I'm going to consent to that. And then the rest of the time, you have to go to, like, I don't know, a base in the Middle East. And I have to think you make deployment pay out there. So to me, it's kind of worth it. And then Hickam, yeah. That's it. You're didn't think You're really rigging the system. I was going to say, you, like, didn't, you didn't think it would go like that, huh? No.
0: No, not at all.
1: All right. Um... I'm going to give you one that's less pointed, so I'm going to give you uh, big cities here for the most part. So the first one is going to be uh, LA Air Force Base, and then I'm going to give you Hanscom in Boston, and then the last one I'll give you the University of Alabama ROTC Detachment. And I don't know if that's a thing, but if you dream it, anything's possible. So those are going to be my three. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. So just going off the top of my nugget here. So disenroll is going to be the University of Alabama ROTC detachment. Come on. Why? Reason being, it's summertime and nobody's there. If it was primetime roll tide season in the fall, (sighs) I'd probably be cadating or consenting that no problem. But – And at the same time, I don't want to hang out with ROTC kids. No offense. So I'm disenrolling U of A ROTC mainly due to the fact that it's summer there and all the uh, attractive people probably go to their homeland in Florida or wherever they're from.
1: True. um, But here's what I have to say about that. That means you're not a true Falcon fan because a true Falcon fan would say that they want to pick University of Alabama because then they're going to go sneak in. You know Nick Saban during the summertime, like most bears hibernate during the winter. Nick Saban hibernates during the summer and watches film. So if you Damn, could sneak right. in, find him on campus somewhere, and watch film with Nick Saban for your entire ops, you report that back to the khaki god, aka Coach Calhoun, and we're set <laughs> for this fall.
0: Not to mention Well, not we're not playing them this fall, but what we are doing is probably playing them in like two thousand twenty four, the first game of the year, so I can kind of
1: infiltrate the facility and figure out what's going on there. True, and we're playing um, we're playing Lane Kiffin's team this year too, so that's another factor. Yeah, true. So you kind of
0: spun zone that on me, but I'm still sticking with my guns. Okay. U of a RTC disenrolled. Fair enough. I'm going to consent to Los Angeles Air Force Base. Um, it's amazing, from what I hear. It's like a adult Disneyland out there, uh, but. I don't think it's something that I could physically endure for the entirety of my life. I think it would kind of do me in physically, maybe even mentally, and I don't. I, I think I'd just be like a pile of ruin after living there for more than three weeks, so I'm going to consent. I think it'd be a nice
1: one-time thing for L.A. I honestly feel like that was the most genuine answer you've ever given on this entire podcast because... I felt like that was truly from the heart. You weren't trying to, like, relate to our audience here. And because I know you, that makes that even funnier. Um, but I would say from a cadet perspective, it's more so just like the the California vibe. We talk about all the time about how being from the Academy is not impressive to a lot of people, especially the opposite sex. Um, but in L.A., where people are impressed by you being, like, an extra on the Big Bang Theory... It's way worse, so that's <laughs> yeah. like my reason why I would say, eh, I don't know about L.A., but
0: yeah, not to mention. Well, I guess maybe if you're a water polo kid, you'd pick L.A. just because, like, I don't, I don't think you know anything but the pool at the at a, at Clune and Los Angeles. So yeah. you kind of like don't have another option if you're a water polo kid. Exactly. So that leaves hands. So th- that leaves hands to Kadate. I mean, it's Boston, great city, a lot of history. People probably respect you a little bit more there. Yeah, you got some brutal winters, but hey, you spend enough time in Colorado Springs, it's probably like a summer day out there for you. So I think Hanscom's the, the, the better call on, on a, a long-term cadet.
1: Well, and also we're talking about, uh, because we're talking about ops spaces. I think Hanscom probably prepares you the most for being in the military. Like, didn't Mark Wahlberg, like, almost kill a guy? Back in the '80s, like if you have a Mark Wahlberg running at you, you know it's just like self defense and stuff. Get to put in a little bit of UC in there, like yeah, practicing UC too. that. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, hands come. good because you got to deal with all like the Boston, the Boston people. I don't know. And this goes back to my original thing uh, about Nick Saban. You can also go in and do the same thing because Bill Belichick also hibernates, so you can go watch film with uh, Bill Belichick as well. That's true. And, yeah, and all good back. points. We're
0: always looking out for uh, our our football dad, Troy <laughs> Calhoun. Exactly.
1: So. Um, and so, just just a word out for everyone: if if anyone got um, Tuscaloosa, Alabama Air Force Base, <laughs> please <laughs> please help out the football team this year. Uh, that would be fantastic. Um, all right, you're kind of driving driving the show today. So, what do you got for uh, the next segment? I'm in the
0: drive. I just kicked you right out of the driver's seat. So, soups list of we're gonna do soups list next, which is basically top three. Uh, it's going to be in the theme of sixty days. We're gonna do soups list of sixty days locations. So cadets spread out all over the world, uh, and you're probably just gonna see it via Snapchat and a ridiculous amount of Instagram photos. Mm-hmm. And
1: where are your top three? Um. So, I'll give you mine first. Uh, number one Do you want to go a little
0: volley back and forth?
1: Yeah, we can do that. Uh, okay. Can I still go first, though? Yeah. First up for me, uh, the couch. So, you've just had an insane experience, and you are like, you know what? I'm really going to live it up to 60 days. And then you get your first paycheck, and you're like, wow, this is really exciting. Get my first lieutenant paycheck. And then you check it, and you realize it's actually not that much and you're like <laughs> wow i was supposed to i was supposed to fund a uh, 60 day safari through africa and then i was supposed to fly first class to dubai and then i was supposed to sail down to australia and i really can't do that so i'm just gonna sit on my parents couch and that's really it uh so couch number one for me
0: wow really hard hitting right there how much planning went into uh
1: that 60 days adventure for you I, had a, I mean, I had a good 60 days, personally. I, I made it over to Europe, but some of these people, and I do realize that like what a lot of kids do is they go over and they stay in the hostels and stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm just like, dude, I had a struggle sleeping on the ground the night before Sammy's. like <laughs> Carrying a backpack of everything that you're going to use while you go through places where you have to pretend to know the language is pretty brutal for me and then i just like remember just the desperation of people like what's your wi-fi password every time they walk into a place like that's just not my thing
0: well it was a good time
1: but hey to each his own yeah
0: all right am i next yeah all right um we're going to do uh it's this event in croatia called cadet week have you heard (laughs) of it
1: yeah, it's where uh, everyone rents.
0: Everyone rents boats and they sail around the islands of Croatia. Wait, do
1: they bring it's their all cadets? Do they bring their uh, parade pants and and their V necks for a? They one bring night? parade
0: pants. They bring parade parade caps if they can find them. Uh, they bring. They probably bring their cadet trunks too. I mean, you can never have enough storage units. So, um, really, what I'm talking about here is Yacht Week. It ends up, unfortunately, turning into Cadet Week, where it's like there's like 60 boats and 30 of them are just full of cadets. Either way, uh, it's a good time. Which, that's actually Croatia. pretty funny
1: because that just proves that uh, one of the world's largest navies <laughs> during during <laughs> the few weeks each summer is actually the United States Air Force Academy on Yacht Week.
0: People forget that. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, so look out, Navy. I don't see you guys on, like, one of the plane week.
1: <laughs> I don't see any Navy guys at air shows. Um, yeah, losers. All right, I'm going to do my next one. My next one is the bed. Uh, A lot of people are going to say, hey, that's pretty similar to the couch. It's not. The bed is made for sleeping, and that's it. Uh, So go ahead and catch on that nice sleep, because guess what, cadets? As soon as 60 Days is over, you're going to get into your crappy apartment or your crappy house that you're sharing with, like, four people, and you're going to have to start building Ikea-style furniture, and that's a nightmare. So you're not going (laughs) to sleep in a bed for probably about three weeks after you get to uh, to your new place of residence, so... Just saying.
0: So really what's, what uh, commissions get at here is there was no reason for you to graduate. You should have just stayed at the academy.
1: Should have stayed there, <laughs> yeah. Having a nice mattress uh, from the 1960s that you coat with exactly 12 inches of random foams that you bought at Bed Bath & Beyond is much better than having no bed at all. So. That's what it sounds like to me. All right, what do you got? All
0: right, my next one, and maybe, maybe you're like you're swaying me here, I don't know, but is your hometown. So you got to hit your hometown for maybe a week before you go to Europe, maybe a week after, and get a little bit of home cooking. Um, see a bunch of people that you haven't seen in a while that you really have no interest in seeing, but you can't avoid because you're going to the grocery store or you're going to the gas station. And you just kind of marinate, just like you were talking about. So that kind of, I guess that engulfs uh, couch and bed. So I apologize if I stole your
1: thunder no mine's about specifics because if you just told me hometown then i'm I'm probably gonna hang out like in a lot of other places so yeah it's all it's all the, the same and that just goes back to my last one which is hanging out your hometown bar because once again you thought that you were gonna have a good time on 60 days but you really got that cadet paycheck and then you or that lieutenant paycheck and you're like wow this isn't actually that much money but it's we're millennials social media age i got to go on instagram and flex so you head down to your local bar and like buy a corona and then you i don't even know put what put one of our koozies on put it put one of our koozies on it have someone shine a light on the back of it and you get your hand all wet and then pick up some kitty litter so it looks like you're on a beach <laughs> that's what i'm saying that's the kind of stuff you got to do to make yourself look like you're having a crazy sixty days even though you're really just going to go home right after that that's, a uh, 60 days on a budget, so you're welcome. Yeah.
0: I see, here's the other thing about being overseas, is you get your first paycheck, and then you go to the ATM, and it's all in a different currency, and you don't have any idea what the numbers mean, so you just click one, and then it's just kind of like out of sight, out of mind. It's like, well, I'm, I'm sure 3,000 euros equates to $200, so.
1: Yeah, I this was. Seems, this seems legitimate. I was not thrilled when I got over to Europe, and, uh what was it it was like five like four hundred dollars was like 180 pounds and I've like I don't I knew it wasn't a one-to-one conversion obviously but I was just like I was just mad about that because I'm like well I just don't have as many of these to spend and they're like no yeah. but like 50 pence or whatever kind of Harry Potter money they were giving me buys you a beer versus like two dollars or three dollars so I don't know <laughs> whatever
0: yeah that's true so that's your three, right? I still have one more left. Have one more. All right, this is a combined last soup list location and, uh, actually, you know what I just realized is this is not in my top three. This is in my bottom three. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna audible this last one to a, you. Know what I didn't get? Ooh. Ooh, I like that. All right, what do you, you got? like that? So soups. Opposite day, soups list, last location, slash... You know what I didn't get? What? Was the kids that would show up to their base like two weeks before they had to report to make sure everything was good to go when typically you get to your base and then they give you like a week to make sure everything was good
1: to go. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't even know that's a thing. If that's on your agenda, if that's on your plans, you're a nutcase and don't do that. Like, I... What happened to me is, I I know we got that, like, booklet, and it was like, yeah, show up this day, but I was still texting people, like, hey, are we sure it's on a few days later? <laughs> and then I still kind of showed up, like, a couple days late, and it was like, meh, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: dude. I showed up, and there were people, like, already moved in, and I showed up, like, maybe an hour before we had to report. Yeah. And I didn't even know where the building was, and then kids have, like, been moved in for two weeks.
1: Yeah, and you kind of like, show up and you're like, hey, did we need to, like, shave or whatever? Like, I stopped doing <laughs> that on May 28th. Like, Forgot how.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so that's, you know what I didn't get, slash uh, opposite day
1: soups list, part three. Yeah, I like that. Well, I guess we'll kind of turn that into, like, a little bit of last-minute party advice kind of thing. Um, basically, just enjoy your 60 days. I don't know. I, I think if you're traveling around, just do it, enjoy it, there might be some suck parts, because you realize that you really don't have that much money, so you might have to stay in those hostels, but just enjoy that time, and uh, yeah, I don't know, I'm trying to think of, like, like PG-friendly stories that I can tell, the only thing that I can tell, here's one, so basically when I got over to Europe, I landed, and I went, I did the transition to non-English speaking Europe, very slowly, So I started out in, uh, I flew to Iceland first, and then I went to uh, London after that. And my address, like, the one in Iceland was very easy because it was just, like, right outside of the airport. But when I got to London, I had to find this address. And it was, like, I realize you can't really type it into your phone if you're using, like, an Americanized phone. Because they're, basically, their addresses are, like, hobbit addresses. They're, like... <laughs> oh, we live on High 12th Street in the county of Cook, and it's like the, the zip code is like 2-1 and then the dollar sign, and so it gets really, really confusing, and so that happened to me, and, they would, and I would ask people for directions, and they spoke perfect English, way better English than I speak, but I'm asking them, and they're like, well, what county are you going to? And I'm like, uh... Dude, I don't know, whatever this is. The British one? Yeah, and they're like, oh, okay, well, you need to head on the high street. I'm like, dude, I don't know what a high street is. Stop saying that. (laughs) And so they don't even use cardinal directions, and then they start saying stuff in kilometers and Celsius, and it just freaks me out, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think my biggest struggle was because we've all, like, had phones, and it's if you're out in Denver and you lose your friends, what do you do? You just text them or call them. And you Uh call them repeatedly until they pick up. I was going to say, I just sit down on the sidewalk and start screaming. But, yeah. (laughs) Well, we all have our own strategies. Worst case scenario, you're like, all right, well, I guess we're standing at the Sheridan. So, let me just put – let me get an Uber back to the Sheridan. So, that gets you in this trained mindset of not planning anything and having, like, really, really no idea where you're going or what you're doing because you have a phone to back you up. And in Europe, unless you, like, get the plan or whatever, most people – don't have service unless you have Wi-Fi, and the Wi-Fi always sucks. And it's like, you can't even find it half the time. So I found it to be a big issue when you would go out at night and you'd either lose your friends or you, you know, somebody would get lost or you just end up kind of turned around. And then you're like, you get a taxi and they barely speak English. And they're like, where do you want to go? And you're like, I don't even know. Like, take me, you're like, take me to the hotel I started at. Like, I don't, I don't know where you were. And I was like, Well, I need service then. I need to find it somehow.
1: Yeah. It's brutal. Then your phone dies. Ugh.
0: All right, I'll tell... Then you end up eating McDonald's with a homeless man at like four in the morning.
1: Yeah. I don't even know if people are listening at this point, but I'm just going to tell... I'm going to meet you with that story with one more story. So, I landed... So, we went from uh, London up to Edinburgh, Scotland. And when I got to Scotland, we got off the train... And I knew that we got a hotel. And this was, like, the closest thing to a hostel I was getting. And basically what it was is the University of Edinburgh was going to rent out their uh, dorms before, like, during summertime. So we went up, and I knew exactly where I was going. I had it on Google Maps and all that stuff, and I looked it up. And I was walking around the area, and I couldn't exactly find it. So I had my suitcase, and I was with my girlfriend. And we get inside... Of a bar, and we're like, this is gonna be our home base. Like, we're gonna sit down and have a drink and figure out exactly where we're going. So we sit down, and have a drink, and then we leave and decide that we're gonna find it. So we do another lap, still cannot find the place. So we go right back to that bar. Well, we're in there. It's awkward if we just sit down, so we get another drink, and so we're drinking more. And I'm trying to find it. I'm like, I know exactly where we're going. And so we do this about three or four more times. I've had like five <laughs> drinks, <I'm> pretty drunk. <laughs> Eventually we find out that we were scammed because the university was shut down and they were demolishing the building quite literally the very next day. So it was completely gated off. So I had no idea what, I, what to do. I was pretty drunk. And I walked outside and I said, the very first hotel that I'm going to find, I'm going to book. And so I looked out <laughs> and I saw this castle-like hotel across the bridge from me. And it was clearly like in the middle of everything. Think like the Times Square of Scotland. And I see it, and I type in the name of the hotel, and I get it. It's like 500 pounds, which equates to, I don't even know how much in American Monopoly money. But I go ahead and book that mother, walk in, and she goes, Oh, you have the most deluxe room in our entire place. And I was like, I don't even know if that was what her (laughs) accent was. But I go upstairs, and it turns out deluxe in Europe is like not that big anyways. So I got like this tiny room. And uh, it was like 500 pounds, and I was very stressed out and pretty drunk by the time I got in there. And so that was the last time that I decided to just kind of fly by the seat of my pants when it came to planning out stuff. And the rest of it went pretty smooth because we looked looked into stuff beforehand. So that's my story. So
0: five five sympathy beers because you didn't want to look like you were mooching off the place yeah. led to you getting drunk and getting a super expensive hotel. It was the first kind of thing that happened to you in Europe.
1: Yeah, good beers though. I yeah. gotta say, I'm not complaining about the beers. I'm just saying I got a lot of them. Um, yeah. yeah. So, bottom line, like we said, enjoy 60 days. It's gonna be a wild time. Like, let dumb stuff like that happen to you. You guys absolutely earned it. Congratulations, 2018. Uh, you want to do a little bit of minutes now? What's the uniform of the day?
0: Yeah, hit up fast, neat below average. It's fast, neat below, and then average is spelled a v g dot com. Uh, You guys know what we got. We got new stuff coming on the way, so just keep a lookout.
1: Yeah, we got some really, really, really cool stuff that we're really excited about. Um, Let us know if you have any questions. But For right now, we got t-shirts, we got flags, we got hats, we got all the stuff that you guys need to make this summer a really, really good one. Um, And yeah, that's all we really have to say. Um, Hope you enjoy this kind of relaxed podcast. You got anything else for us? No. All right, sounds good. See you guys next week. So yeah. so,
0: yeah, I can be a pilot at the Air Force Academy. I can be anything. Army and Navy play for second. That's
1: a long, big, beautiful blue line.
0: You have some grit. You have some perseverance. i tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you got to compete. Welcome to thin air. to share